Alright guys, and welcome back to Mystery and Comedy Old Time Radio Podcast. I'm sorry I haven't been able to bring this episode to y'all, but please welcome this morning Mr. and Mrs. Ozzy and Harriet Nelson in The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. In this first episode, we welcome Mr. and Mrs. Nelson to the program. In this first episode, we find the Nelsons sitting around the living room one evening when all of a sudden their phone rings. And it is a phone call for Mrs. Nelson. As Harriet answers the phone, she is speaking with the president of the PTA to have a meeting. So they have a meeting to discuss what fundraiser they could have to raise money for the children to have lunch at school. So Mrs. Nelson has the floor and she mentions a bowling tournament which her husband really enjoys to do is bowl. So Ozzy has a terrific routine. It is called a hop, skip, and a jump as he throws the ball down the alley. So it is called the unique bowling. And joining the cast of Ozzy and Harriet are their sons Ricky and David Nelson and Mr. John Brown as Mr. Thornberry. And in the second episode, we find the Nelsons sitting around their living room one day when Ozzy is doing taxes and Ricky and David are bothering their father while he's doing the income tax that they need to do. So Ozzy finally after many attempts gets that income tax in and finished but he keeps getting interrupted each time he's writing things down either by his wife or his children and that title of that episode is called The Tax Return and join me after their program to hear Mr. and Mrs. Ozzy and Harriet Nelson sing a song I hope you guys enjoy Mr. and Mrs. Ozzy and Harriet Nelson in the Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet Part 2. If you like the show, please comment and subscribe. And enjoy the show, guys. Thanks. The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. Presenting America's favorite young couple, Ozzy Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. And now let's see what's going on in the Nelson family. Telephone! I'll get it. No, 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 no. Stay where you are, dear. After all, there are three able-bodied men around the house. David, will you answer the phone, please? <laughs> okay, I'll get it. Well, hurry up, dear. Let me answer the phone, David. You answered it last time. I did not. It's my turn. It isn't either. Well, I wish somebody would answer it. Come on, boys. If one of you doesn't answer pretty quick, I will. See what I mean? Now you've both lost out. Let that be a lesson for you, boy. That's very flattering, Louise. Why don't you guys go outside now? It's a beautiful day. Okay, Pop. Come on, Ricky. Hey, David, wait for me. All right, Louise, I'll see you later. Bye. Who was it, dear? Louise Hopkins, the president of the PTA. She asked me to head the Ways and Means Committee to raise money for the association. You don't mind, do you, dear? Oh, no, of course not. It's for a good cause. They're starting a fund for hot lunches for the children at school. Oh, that's a good idea. What are the plans? We're having a meeting this afternoon to decide. Mm -hmm. I told Louise I'd be there. I remembered that this is the day you go bowling with Mr. Thornberry. Well, I have a date In fact, some of the girls on the committee think a bowling tournament would be a good way to raise the money. A bowling tournament? Mm Mm-hmm. Of course, it's merely my personal opinion, but I don't think much of that idea. Well, don't tell me you've gone sour on bowling. Your favorite sport? Favorite sport? I don't recall having made that statement, dear. In fact, I think it's a pretty silly game. 
roll a ball down an alley and knock over some pieces of wood. But you've always seemed so enthusiastic about it. What do you mean always, dear? I just started three weeks ago. <laughs> what was your score when you bowled last night? Well, that has nothing to do with it. I <laughs> just happened to feel that bowling is a childish pastime. I've lost interest in it. What was your score last night? There's no connection, Harry. <laughs> I'd feel this way about bowling even if I'd bowled 300 last night. What did you bowl? 86. <laughs> I tell you, it has nothing to do with it. I'm just tired of bowling. It's as simple as that. Show you how silly the game is. The better you bowl, the less exercise you get. If you knock all the pins down and make a strike, you don't get to bowl the second ball. Well, we don't have to make it a bowling tournament. I can hold out for a bazaar. Sure, a bazaar or a dance or anything. So much of bowling is pure luck. Either the pins fall down or they don't. I see. In fact, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if a lot of the big bowling matches were fixed. Pin boy pushes a button and the pins fall down. <laughs> Want a good score, you have to bribe the pin boy. Okay, dear, I'll try and talk him into a bazaar. Anything as long as it isn't bowling. Will you pick me up at the school after you and Mr. Thornberry finish your game this afternoon? There isn't going to be any game. If Thorny wants to bowl, he can bowl. I'll get down to the post office and feed the pigeons. Or... What time's the movie start, Thorny? Oh, not for half hour yet. We got plenty of time. You want to uh, stroll up past the bowling alley just to see what's going on? Well, I'll walk past the place. But if you're figuring on coaxing me in, you're wasting your time. Oh, I know how you feel, Art. What do you mean? I saw your bowl last night. <laughs> it was pretty horrible. I was a little off my usual form. That has nothing to do with my opinion of bowling. I just come to the conclusion it's a silly game, and I have more important things to do. Well, I'm not going to let a stupid game make my whole life miserable. I don't blame you, Art. Don't think I've ever seen a full-grown man bowl as cheesy a game as you did last night. <laughs> You rolled a uh, 52, wasn't it? Don't make it worse than it was. It was 86, and I had every break against me, and you know it. Yeah. Now, frankly, as your friend and neighbor, I'm glad you're giving up the game. With an approach like yours, you never could become a good boy. I don't think that's very fair, Thorny. You know very well I had a hole in my shoe last night, for one thing. Yeah. Personally, I don't think the game is worth the aggravation, especially with that approach of yours. Speaking of approaches... You remember the hop, skip, and jump event that we used to do at Boy Scout camp? Yeah. You know, that might be a wonderful approach for bowling. Think of the speed you could get up. Hop, skip, and jump? Well, uh, not exactly. What I had in mind was more of a, a run, you see. That's to get up the speed. Then a little skip to get you in balance. And then the ball swings back like a pendulum and whoosh, to follow through. Think it's legal? <laughs> see why not. Well, if you ever decide to take up the game again, it might be a good thing to try. That's our signal. Quite a few bowlers here this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I see two alleys vacant down the end, numbers 11 and 12. Well, let's take 12 to get a longer run. Why don't you say so? I'm not mentioning any names. The cake fits well. Well, 
interesting suggestion. A bowling tournament. Oh, how could we raise money with a bowling tournament? Oh, we charge an entry fee. Most of our husbands would be crazy about the idea. What do you think, Mary Jane? Well, first I'd like to hear what Kathy says. Well, I think it'd be a good idea. I don't think it'd work at all. <laughs> well, some people are afraid to try something new. And some people jump at the first harebrained scheme that comes along. Oh, well, I Does anybody have a husband who runs a bowling alley? Well, no. Just a minute, ladies. What do you think, Verna? Oh, let's have a bazaar. I look dreadful in slack. Oh, Order, order, please. Let's take a vote. All those in favor of a bazaar signify by saying aye. Aye. All those in favor of a bowling tournament signify by saying aye. Aye. Some of you ladies voted twice. I have an idea, girls. All those in favor of letting me decide the question say aye. Aye. Opposed? Aye. On what grounds do you object, Janice? I don't know. What were we voting on? hundred and sixty-eight, Thorny. The hop, skip, and jump did it. Some game, huh? Best game I ever rolled. You see, Thorny, it was my approach. I knew it. You know, that's the great thing about bowling. It's all technique. How about the first time anybody ever saw a hop, skip, and jump on a bowling alley with yeah. just now? Yeah, the first time you tried it, you about scared the pin boy to death. <laughs> well, it is a little spectacular, but what results, Thorny? I must admit you bowled better today. <sighs> Made all the difference in the world. Get the hop and the skip. Watch it, hop skip. Oh! I beg your pardon, madam. From now on, Thorny, I'll improve, Sedley. You just watch it. Give me such a drive and a follow-through. Just a hop and a skip and a... Oh! 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 Sorry, beg your pardon. Better take it easy, Oz, before you knock somebody down. You know, you ought to try it next time you bowl, Thorny. I'll wait till I get my pilot's license. 168. Boy, I'd sure like to get into a tournament right now. Well, according to my wife, the girls at the PTA are going to hold a bowling tournament this year instead of the annual bazaar. Oh, you mean they were going to. Harriet's chairman of the committee and I, like a big dope, talked her into running another bazaar. Oh, Oz, you did? Yeah. Don't you remember last year running all over town for lumber, for boots, going from house to house begging for old clothes? Why, on a rainy day, I can still feel where some woman slammed the door on my foot. (laughs) Maybe Harriet can switch it back in some way. It's certainly worth a try. Well, it certainly would be swell to get into a bowling tournament now. Yes, sir. Just a hop, a skip, and a... Oh, 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 I beg your pardon, madam. Ah, shut up! <laughs> Harriet! Oh, thank goodness you're home. Hi, is anything wrong? Uh, Harriet, is there any way of getting your committee to change its decision? Well, why, dear? It came out just the way you wanted. Well, you see, that's just it. When I Don't spoke you to want the... a bowling tournament? No, dear, I want a bowling tournament. A, a bowling tournament? <laughs> You're having a bowling tournament? Well, when did you decide? Well, the girls left it up to me, so I decided right now. I took a look at your face and decided you and bowling had just been made up. Oh. <laughs> what was your score today? You won't believe this, Harriet. I'll try not to show it. Go ahead. 168. <laughs> Is that with or without bribing the tin boy? <laughs> no, no, that's on the level. 168. And you know the secret? I have a new approach. The hop, skip, and jump. You see me in the tournament. Look, I'll show you the technique. I have to start down the hall here. Hi, Mom. Hello, Hello, boys. Yeah, you better stand back. Your father's about to demonstrate a new bowling maneuver. All right, now watch, everybody. There goes the ball down the alley. Play safe, 
Move over to the next alley. <laughs> well, you see, Ozzy's discovered a new flying approach called the hop, skip, and jump. It's pretty dangerous, but Ozzy has so much faith in it, he's just about sure he's going to win the bowling tournament being held by the Rogers Road PTA. He's out in the backyard right now practicing his newfound technique, rolling an imaginary ball down an imaginary alley and making imaginary strikes. With a hop and a skip. Huh, that is it. Strike. Hmm? Oh, hello, Emmy Lou. Everybody in our house has been trying to guess what you're doing. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Mother was the only one who had the slightest idea. Oh, your mother? Mr. Nelson, what does demented mean? <laughs> Uh, no, well, it's just a word, Emmy Lou, and I might add, I don't think your mother's a very good guesser. I'm sure she is. Well, what were you doing, Mr. Nelson? I was practicing, Emmy Lou. What you saw was my new approach. Approach? Mm-hmm. I'm practicing bowling for the PTA tournament. It's a new technique I invented myself. Uh, Daddy loves to bowl, but he isn't as clever at it as you are, Mr. Nelson. He never gets off the ground. <laughs> well, of course, there are the conservatives who cling to the old-fashioned methods. Well, what kind of a bowling ball do you use? Well, any kind they happen to have. You don't have your own bowling ball? Well, no, I just pick out a ball at the alley. You take any old ball, Mr. Nelson? Unsanitary, huh? <laughs> no, it's not that. Every good bowler has his own bowling ball. Would Byron Nelson play in a tournament without his golf club? Would Hank Greenberg go up to the plate without his baseball bat? Would Esther Williams... Yes, I see what you mean. <laughs> well, just think of a hockey player... Uh, just I... a second, I'm still thinking of Esther Williams. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson, you've got to get equipment. You can't bowl your best without the proper equipment. Well, thanks for the advice, Emmy Lou. But I think the only equipment I need is maybe a new pair of bowling shoes and the old hot... Skip and jump. Well, good luck in the tournament, Mr. Nelson, and happy landing. Thanks, Emmy Be careful now, dear. You know what happens when you get in a place like this. Well, what do you mean? Well, all you need is a pair of bowling shoes. Don't buy out the whole sporting goods store. Harriet, please. Okay, dear. Hey, they got some nice stuff here. Look at all these bowling balls. Oh, Ozzy, you don't need a bowling ball. I know. I'm just looking at them. Gosh, they've got them in all different sizes and colors. Man, this one looks pretty good. Ah, feels good, too. Wonder how this would work with the old hop, skip, and jump. Hop, skip. Oh, 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 oh. Not at all. <laughs> Looking for something? Uh, yes, I wanted some sporting equipment. A jumping rope or a pogo stick, perhaps? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I uh, bowled. I was looking at some of this bowling equipment. Say those bowling shoes in the window, for instance. Uh, pretty good shoes, are they? Yes, that's pretty good shoes. Quality rubber in the soles, I suppose. The kind that cling to the floor and keep you from slipping. Yes, I imagine. Uh, I wear size nine and a half. We have them in nine and a half. Shall I wrap them up? Oh, yes, I'll wrap <clears throat> Say, these are pretty good looking shirts over here. I see they have the swing back. Yes, they're for golf. Uh-huh. They should be good for bowling. I guess you could use them for bowling. The right kind of a shirt means a lot in bowling, wouldn't you say? Well, you'd probably play better when you're comfortable. Might as well be safe. I'll take one of these. Say, how about these socks here? Which ones? Oh, oh, those? Yeah. Those are tennis socks. Look like bowling socks to me. (laughs) You're sure these aren't bowling socks? Well, I guess you could use them for bowling if you wanted to. Will that be all? I don't know. Just looking at these slacks over here. They look as if they'd give a person good free leg action. Yes, they're quite roomy. Save a person's good clothes and... Oh, they do that. You certainly do make these things sound attractive. I'll take a pair of these. (laughs) Hey, here's a nice gadget right here. That's a portable seat they use for the racers. Say, that'd be a good thing to have at a bowling alley when you're waiting your turn if all the seats are taken. Well... I'll take one. (laughs) Uh, What's this over here? That's a tennis visor. Say, you know, if the lights were too bright at the bowling alley, this would really shade my eyes, wouldn't it? I imagine it would. I'll take one. Good. Maybe you can use a pair of these. Well, they look like snowshoes. (laughs) Yes, they do, don't they? (laughs) What are they? Snowshoes. (laughs) 
Well, what would I need these for? Well, while you're bowling, if there's a hole in the roof and it's snowing outside... <laughs> you, you, you won't get caught in a snowdrift on the way from your seat to the starting line. <laughs> now, just a minute. There's a limit to the things I can use, you know. I know. I just wanted to find out where it was. <laughs> That's pretty good. You know, I'm just thinking, every good bowler has his own individual bowl, doesn't he? That's a really good investment, isn't it? Oh, here we go. Well, frankly, sir, they're nice to have, but you can get along without one. Oh, I don't know about that. If you're going to bowl at all, you ought to do it right. Well, maybe so, but after all... After all, it isn't very sanitary using a ball everybody else uses now, is it? Well, that's true. You don't play golf with another man's clubs, do you? A bowler ought to have his own bowling ball. You're right. I'll take one. Yes, yes, it's a good idea. Hey, this is a mighty fine-looking ball here. A hole just at my grip, too. This is a new type of ball, isn't it? Yes, we don't know much about it yet. Made of South American hardwood. They call it the atom ball. I'll take one. Thanks. Oh, by the way, here's something might interest you. This little booklet here, Standard Rules of Bowling. It's just ten cents. No, thanks. Definitely not. Oh, but really, the I... The answer is no. Okay. I'll get you your change. How do you like that, Harry? A book of bowling rules. You have to watch these clerks. They'll try to sell you everything in the store. Well, that's sure a beautiful ball, isn't it, Harriet? I can just see it whirling down the alley, scattering those pins. Dear, if you don't stop polishing it, you'll wear it down to a billiard ball. Hey, wait a minute. What's this? What's the matter? Well, the wood in the finger holes is damp. Green wood, maybe. Maybe it's full of wires. Harriet, do you think a ball like this ought to be damp? Well, just offhand, dear, I'd hazard a guess and say no. Do you suppose it was properly cured? Harry, this could be serious. The tournament starts at 3 o'clock, you know. As a matter of fact, I should be over there right now. Wait a minute. I have an idea. How do they dry wood? With heat. Harriet, turn the oven on low. Oh, dear, I... It's the only way to dry it out. Slow, even heat. It's your bowling ball. What are you doing, Pop? Oh, hello, David. Oh, I'm glad you came. Listen to this carefully. It's very important. I have to go over and help your mother with the arrangements. So at 3 o'clock, ask Emmy Lou to shut off the oven, and you bring my bowling ball over to the alleys, Okay. You mean, you're going to put that bowling ball in the oven? Yes, it needs to be baked out of it. Step aside. Ah, there, Tim. See, they evidently didn't season this ball properly, so I'm just warming it up just enough so it gets its shape perfectly. Oh, gee, Pop, you sure know everything. Well, not quite everything. No, but you sure know stuff that nobody else knows. <laughs> The old hot tip and jump sure is an improvement. Yes, it is, dear, but don't tire yourself out before the tournament starts. Just a moment, Mr. Nelson. Uh, my husband and I have been watching you hop, skip, and jump, and we don't think it's legal. Why isn't it legal? Well, if there's any doubt about it, ask Mrs. Brooks. She's chairman of the rules committee. Well, uh, Mrs. Brooks. Yes? Is a hop, skip, and jump legal in bowling? How should I know? I never bowled in my life. Well, I don't see any reason why it shouldn't be. After I all... voted for a bazaar. I know, but... Well, well I don't think it should be allowed. Oh, stop picking on me. We're not picking on you. I wanted a bazaar. I was going to bake a delicious cake, too. But no, you all got to insist on a bowling turtle. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no oh, okay, okay. Okay, I'll bowl without my hop, skip, and jump. Attention, everybody. We have so many entries, we've just decided to start the tournament right away. Well, how do they expect me to bowl? My bowling ball won't be here till 3 o'clock, and I can't use my hop, skip, and jump. Oh, Ozzy, dear, please don't make a scene about it. But, Harry, that's not fair. I know, dear, but please I don't... refuse to bowl. Oh, Ozzy, please don't disrupt the tournament. Remember your college code, dear, sporting to the end. Okay, I'll do it for you, Harriet, but I won't consider this a regular tournament. I'll just bowl an exhibition. That's right, dear. You go out there and make an exhibition of yourself. <laughs> I hear about you. I got a chance to win, Thorny. Not in the individual play, but in the family match. Oh, great work. What's the score? Well, if Pedrick missed his last pin, he and his wife will only have a nine-point lead on us if she doesn't change the rules. Well, let's hope he misses. Gee, if I only had my Adam Ball here, I'd have been way out in front in the husband's match. If I could have used my hop, skip, and jump. Oh, look, look. There goes Pedrick's last ball. Oh. Oh. Give me the odds he missed! Okay, dear, it's up to you. I know you can do it. Well, go ahead, dear. Everyone's watching. All you need is a strike or a spare, Oz. Okay, Goes. He's really got great form, Harriet. Look how he lifts that ball out of the rack. Very professional. Notice how he uses the rosin rag. 
great fall. Now watch him bowl. Oh, good heavens. He's back to that rumba again. Hey! Did I open my eyes now? What a tough break, Oz. You only got eight pins. Well, then I still have a chance. I could get them up. Oh, no. Yeah, a seven-ten split. What's that? You see the end pins in the back row across the alley from each other. The shot is practically impossible to make. Oh, 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 David! Here I am, Pop. Here's your special bowl. Well, you're just in time, David. What took you so long? Well, you see, when we took the bowl out of the oven, it was too hot. So we had to put it in the refrigerator. Oh, for Pete's sake. never put bowling balls in the refrigerator. Well, give me the bowl anyway. Oh, it's cold. Mr. Nelson, will you please stop breathing on the ball and bowl? We're waiting for you. Okay. I still have a chance if I can hit that left pin on the right side and knock it all the way over to the right pin. Good luck, old man. Well, here goes. Hey, it's splitting. My atom ball is split. It's, it's... Both pins. We win. Both pins. Listening to the adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education. She's pretty proud of that, isn't she? Why not? The solid silver with beauty that lives forever is international sterling.
solid silver with beauty that lives forever is International Sterling. From Hollywood, International Silver Company, creators of International Sterling, present the amusing transcribed adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring America's favorite young couple, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. From the rock-bound coast of Maine to the snow-bound coast of California, from the borders of Canada, famous for Canadians, to the borders of Mexico, famous for Mexicans, from town to city, from mountain to valley, from north to south, from east to west, America is a land of tradition. Tradition is the seventh-inning stretch at the ball game. Firecrackers on the 4th of July, turkey on Thanksgiving. Rogers Road, Ozzie Nelson, American, is completely enmeshed in what is rapidly becoming one of America's most exasperating traditions. It calls for a complete mastery of arithmetic, trigonometry, surveying, semantics, foreign languages, including double talk and jabberwocky, not to mention mind reading, and above all, the control of temper. Total tax and item two above. Attach original forms W2. Enter your tax from table on page four or from line 18 on page three. Ain't nothing complicated about that. Enter your tax from table on page four or from line 18 on page three. Oh, that's clear enough. <laughs> Enter your tax from table on page four or from line 18 on page three. Read that again. You don't know how to work it, that's all. I do, Saul. Let go of it. Boys, please. Well, yeah, I'm busy. Now, evidently, what they're trying to say is enter your tax from table on page four or from line 18 on page three. Enter your tax from table. <laughs> To push the whole works off the table into the wastebasket. Give it back, David. It's mine. For goodness sakes, fellas, how's the government going to know where they stand financially if I don't get my income tax? Can you fix my squirt flower for me, Pop? Your what? My squirt flower. It doesn't work. You squeeze that rubber ball and the water's supposed to squirt out. No, let me see it. There's probably something stopping up the hose. I squeeze it and nothing happens, see? It worked that time. Lend me your handkerchief, David. Gee, I didn't even aim it. Uh, no, that isn't necessary when somebody's looking right into it. You aren't mad at me, are you, Pop? No, but I will be. If you guys don't run along, let me finish this income tax. Okay, Pop. You stay there, Dopey. Well, David, that's not nice, calling your little brother Dopey. You know what he did? He spent his allowance on that squirt flower, and now he can't go to the movies. I don't want to go anyway. Well, will you guys please finish this outside? Nothing to argue about in the first place. Ricky wanted a squirt gun, so he bought it. You want to go to the show, so go ahead, David. Evidently, Ricky doesn't care about it. He's just saying that. I am not wise, guys. Okay, okay, let's drop it, huh? Ricky doesn't want to go to the show, so let's forget it. What is it, Ricky? Can I have some money so I can go to the show? <laughs> Ricky, why did you buy the squirt flower? Will Thornberry saw it in the trick store window. What's Will Thornberry got to do with you? He liked it so much, he thought I ought to buy it. <laughs> did he buy one, too? No, he's going to the show with David. <laughs> Ricky, what happened to you is a rather common thing. You see, you were talking to something you didn't want to buy. Happens every day. Fellow starts out to buy a car. Before he gets to the car lot, he meets somebody who tells him about a television set. Before he can buy the television set, he meets somebody who tells him about a wonderful movie camera. Before he can buy the movie camera, he meets somebody who tells him about a car. 
So he buys the car and he never gets what he really wanted in the first place. He started out to buy a car, Pop. Well, that's not a very good illustration. But you've got to learn to be firm. Know what you want and don't let yourself be talked out of it. I want to go to the movies, Pop. Yeah, but you've already spent your money. I want to go to the movies, Pop. You can't talk me out of it. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do, Ricky. I'll advance you the money for the movies, and next week I'll deduct it from your allowance. Thanks a lot, Pop. Well, hello there, fellas. Oh, hello, Harriet. Hi, Mom. What's in the box, Mom? I bought that gray suit at the style shop. You know, the one you said you liked so much? I said I liked it? Yes, don't you remember? No, when was that? Oh, today I made you double park to look at it, and the policeman was coming down the street. They had it in blue and also in gray. In fact, I met Louise Adams in the store, and she tried to talk me into taking the blue one. But I stuck to my gun. Uh, you bought the gray one? Yeah, I kind of liked it better. Oh, this is very interesting. Fellas, did you hear what your mother just said? It's just like you and Will Thornberry, Ricky. Your mother had the same experience. Did you buy square flower, Mom? <laughs> Uh, No, it it wasn't exactly the same, Ricky, but the point's there anyway, if you want to look around for it. Say, haven't you finished your income tax return yet? Oh, uh, just about. I started off with a bang, but the the questions after name and address kind of slowed me down. (laughs) This is the one that's sticking me now. Enter your tax from table on page four or from line 18 on page three. That's very simple. Do you know what it means? Yeah, of course. I wish you'd explain it to me. I've read it over about ten times. Well, it says right here what to do. Enter your tax from table on page four or from line 18 on page three. Well, yeah, I guess I must be awful stupid or something, but it just sounds confusing to me. Well, they just come right out and tell you what you owe instead of beating around the bush. (laughs) It's a sneaky way of doing things. Isn't this it? Here's the table on page four. Now we just go down the column to the amount you earn. So wait a minute. I see it. Hey, move your head. Here, here's the tax. Oh, sure. You see, you just enter the tax from table on page four. It, it was that stuff about line 18 that was confusing. Well, go ahead. Fill it in. Then you can mail it this afternoon. No, no, not right away. I, I want to look it over a little first and check it with this booklet. What booklet is that? Oh, this one that Thorny gave me. Oh, let me see it. How to Save Money on Your Income Tax, written by 8874392. Well, I think that's just his CPA number or a code number. His name is on a template. No kidding, it's a legitimate booklet. It's, it's got things that I didn't know about. You know, if I were a doctor, I could deduct part of my car expenses. But you're not a doctor. No, that's one I have to pass up. Although I could be a doctor. I've got that big first aid kit we bought at the war surplus store. Hey, you've never had your tonsils out, have you, Harriet? (laughs) No, and I don't intend to. And I'll tell you another thing. We're not going to have another mad dash for the post office at midnight March 15th. Go ahead and sign it, will you? I'll send Ricky with you and make sure it gets mailed. Harriet, believe me, I don't need to take Ricky with me. I'm a full-grown man of normal intelligence. So give me the tax return. I promise to mail it right now. Well, I haven't got the tax return. Well, I thought you picked it up from the table. I just laid it down here a minute ago. It's not under these papers. Well, I can't understand what happened to it. I had it right in my hand. Oh, here it is on the floor. Oh, no thanks. Uh, Ricky, get your coat. You're going down to the mailbox with Daddy. How do you like my new suit, David? Oh, gee, it looks swell, Mom. Do you think gray is a good color for me? You look swell on everything. David, that kind of talk will only get you three desserts. I mean it, Mom. I heard a couple people say how pretty you looked in church last Sunday. Last Sunday? What was I wearing last Sunday? My blue dress and my blue hat. David, are you sure you like me in gray? Honest, Mom, you look swell. Well, yes, I guess it is nice. Gray's a beautiful color, isn't it? It sure is. It's a lovely color, gray. Look at all the things that are gray. Gray clouds. Gray hair. (laughs) The old gray mare. (laughs) I wonder if this material will take a blue dye. (laughs) 
Ozzy. Oh, hello, Joe. Hello, Mr. Randolph. Hello, Ricky. Taking your daddy out for a walk? Uh, just mailing my tax return. Beating the old deadline this year. <laughs> Hurts a little, though, doesn't it? No, I don't mind paying my income tax. It's for a good cause. Can I drop it in, Pop? Uh, say, I don't mean to butt into your personal affairs, but are you sure you've taken all the deductions you can? Oh, yeah. In fact, I have a booklet here. I looked everything up. Well, there's a lot of stuff you can deduct that most people don't know about. I let my cousin Herman do my tax. He's a tax man. Really knows his stuff, too. Well, I looked everything over pretty carefully. Can we mail it now, Pop? Yeah, here we go. I'll, I'll lift you up. Goodbye, money. Uh, just a minute, Ricky. <laughs> Joe, believe me, I took all the legal deductions possible. I'm sure I can't possibly save another dime. Okay, it's your money. Up you go, Ricky. All the government wants is just what you owe them. Just a minute, Ricky. <laughs> Joe, I can assure you I made the tax out very carefully. I took every possible deduction. Up you go, Ricky. Okay. Okay, if you want to throw your money away. Just a minute, Ricky. I'm getting dizzy. <laughs> Joe, are you trying to talk me out of mailing this? It won't do you any good, Mr. Randolph. Ricky, let Mr. Randolph talk. Well, I was just trying to help, Oz. But you probably know all the deductions you're allowed. Little things like deducting the tax you pay on theater tickets. Naturally, you know you can take off the interest you pay on any financing. Here, I'll let you up, Ricky. Joe, put that boy down. Go on, mail it, Ricky. I'm sorry I bothered you. Joe, let go of him. Pop, you're pulling down my cap. <laughs> Do you think this blue handkerchief sets it off a little better? Gee, Mom, I don't know. If you think you like the blue suit better, why don't you take this one back? You don't like this color on me, do you? I like it, Mom, but how about you? Well, I'm beginning to think Louise Adams is right. I think I'll take it back and get the blue one. But um, let's not mention it to Daddy, shall we? How come? Well, your father'd say I don't have a mind of my own, and... We love Daddy the way he is. We wouldn't want him saying the right thing. <laughs> yes, sir, Ricky, my boy, it was a lucky thing we met, Mr. Randolph. Really going to save some money. That's well, Pop. Uh, it might be just as well if you don't mention this to Mother. See, she might not understand. Maybe she'll get mad at me. No, just don't mention it. See, if she asks any questions, I'll do all the answering. Oh, Ozzie. Uh, well, uh, Harriet. <laughs> <laughs> I was just coming in. I was just going up. <laughs> <laughs> is that your suit box? Oh, oh yes, it is. Uh, taking it next door to show Catherine Thornberry? Oh, that's a good idea. Well, goodbye. Uh, so long. You see, Ricky, she didn't even ask whether we mailed the income tax or not. That's what I was laughing about. Well, you run along and play now. I've got to get back and do some more work on this. Well, you'd better go put another belt on, too. You can't go around holding those pants up all day. Where you been, Ricky? It's a secret. What are you talking about? It's a secret between Pop and me. Mom has a secret, too. <coughs> I'll tell you Pop's secret if you tell me Mom's secret. Well, Mom's taking back the gray suit and she's getting a blue one. What's Pop's secret? Pop didn't mail his tax letter. Mom and Pop are a lot of fun, boy. Yeah, but they sure have a lot of dopey secrets. Ozzy's been talking about. Harriet sure doesn't have it. Ozzy sure doesn't have it. You might think nobody ever made up his mind to anything, except all those women who see International Sterling, of course. They know what they're about. They know right away that International Sterling is the solid silver they want for their homes. Because International Sterling is the loveliest solid silver in the world. Rich and beautiful in every detail, and perfect in price, because it hasn't gone up. That's right. The international sterling pattern of your choice is the same substantial weight, the same superb quality, yet it costs no more than in 1944. Be sure to see the spring glory pattern, won't you? 
there's never been a fresher, more enchanting pattern than Spring Glory. Its dainty modern design is something completely different. A single flower that flows up on one side and swings over to the other. Spring Glory has an air of spring about it, a look of grace and simple beauty. So, see it at your international sterling dealers tomorrow. Spring Glory, one of the loveliest designs in famous international sterling. The solid silver with beauty that lives forever. You know, folks, I hate to say this because I'm very fond of the Nelson family, but they sure are in an uncertain mood today. Poor Harriet can't make up her mind between a blue suit or a gray. And poor Ozzy, well, maybe it's lucky you did meet Joe Randolph before he mailed his income tax. At any rate, he's doing it over. Yeah, well, that's a different story. You all finished, Pop? Yeah, I think so. I just want to check this booklet again. I think I've taken all the deductions I can. Common disasters. No, I don't think that applies to us. What are they? Well, they list them here. If an earthquake demolished the house and a flood carried off all our property, and then a hurricane swept away everything else we own, I'd save $200. <laughs> That's a lot of money, boy. Yeah. And, of course, there are other things. Charity, the theater tickets you heard Mr. Randolph talk about. Independence. So you and David are deductions. Are we common disasters? <laughs> No, you're dependents. You see, I'm allowed $600 a year for each of you. Then how come I only get 25 cents a week? <laughs> you see, the $600 is supposed to cover your food, clothes, education, all your living expenses. And I think that does it. Now all we have to do is go down to the mailbox and just drop it in. Oh, uh, uh, Harriet. Well, Ozzy. I, I was just going out. <laughs> I'm just coming in. <laughs> What's always so funny in the doorway? <laughs> Where were you going? Just uh, down to the... Uh, David, Ricky. Hi, Mom. Did you just get back to... I did, did David. Oh, Jiminy, David, please be more careful. If I hadn't slammed the door, you'd have given the whole thing away. I'm sorry, Mom. That's all right. Did you get the blue suit, Mom? Yes, I did. Wait till you see it. It's so much nicer than the gray. I'm sure Daddy will like it better, too. Hello? Hello, Harriet. It's Mother. Oh, hello, Mother. Hide this in the closet for me, David. Harriet, what's going on over there? Were you telling somebody to hide in the closet? No, no, Mother. I bought a suit today, and I just asked David to put it away for me. Why, Harriet, that's the reason I called. I was talking to Louise Adams a little while ago. Oh? Louise Adams thinks I look better in gray now? I must say I agree with her, Harriet. Personally, I like you much better in gray. Blue just doesn't do anything for you. Are you still there, dear? Yes, Mother. Well, I met Louise at the market, and you know how she is. I've had a craving for pork chops, and Louise tried to talk me into buying lamb chops. But I'm happy to say that I demonstrated the same strength of character you did. You should have thought harder than that. <laughs> Well, good for you, Mother. No lamb chops for me. I got the nicest pound of stare ribs you've ever seen. <laughs> stare ribs? Yes, Catherine Thornberry recommended them. Are you still there, dear? Oh, yes, Mother. I was just wondering whether I could get down to the dress shop and back before dinner. Now, Ricky, I'm going to pick you up, and you're going to drop this in the mailbox. And nobody's going to stop us this time, right? You, Mr. Nelson. Hurry up, Pop. Oh, hello, Lou. Uh, if you'll excuse us for a moment, we're going to drop my tax form in the mailbox. Oh, what a wonderful bit of Americana. There you stand by the mailbox, a patriotic smile on your face. Your heart cries out, take it, Uncle Sam. There's a lot more where that came from. <laughs> no complaining, no grumbling. You're eager and willing to pay your country its due. You're 130 million Americans, Mr. Nelson. 
Thank you, Emmy Lou. Up you go, Ricky. We can learn about income tax at school. It's wonderful the way you can save money if you know how. Just a minute, Ricky. I'll wait here on the fire plug. Emmy Lou, I don't mean to be rude or abrupt, but I'm sure I've taken every possible deduction. Golly, I hope you haven't overdone it, Mr. Nelson. The penalties are pretty severe. They can put you in jail for fraud or fine you $10,000. Now, Pop? Uh, uh, better hold it, Ricky. I think I'll take it home and go over it just once more. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed in you, Ricky. Me? How come? Well, this morning after Will Thornberry talked you into buying that squirt flower, I thought I told you to be firm and know your own mind. If I hadn't listened to Mr. Randolph, I wouldn't have to change this tax return. What did I do? Well, if, if you had known your own mind, if you had been firm, you wouldn't have listened to me. You'd have mailed it. Oh, Hello, it's Ozzy. Uh, uh, Harriet, I was just coming in. Well, come on in. Wait a minute. What's that in your hand? I think I'll stay outside. <laughs> Ozzy, that looks like the envelope your tax return was in. There is a resemblance, isn't there? All right, what happened? And don't tell me the mailbox was closed. Before I could mail it, I met Joe Randolph. And I let him talk me into making some silly deductions. Oh, now, Ozzy, before Now, you... don't try to make excuses for me. I've been wishing wiki-washy. No mind of my own. Thank goodness you're a little different. But, Ozzy... No, I mean it, Harriet. The way you went ahead and bought the suit you wanted. You knew what color you wanted. Instead of listening to a lot of other people, you went right ahead and bought that. Uh, what color was it? Blue. Yes. You, you bought that... No, Harriet, it was gray. Yeah, a, a gray blue. A little more blue than gray. There's practically no gray at all. In fact, it's all blue. <laughs> Harriet, you said it was gray. Ozzy, there's something I ought to tell you. A minute ago, you said you had no mind of your own, that you were weak and wishy-washy. I said wish and weaky-washy, but go ahead. I took the gray suit back and got the blue one. Well, Harriet, this is wonderful. You're just as big a chump as I... No, no, that isn't right. Uh... <laughs> You've got your blue suit, but I still haven't mailed my tax returns. I've got the blue suit, but I don't want it. You don't? Harriet, what's the matter? Don't you have a mind of you... No, we've already established that. <laughs> you know, they say that after people have been married a certain number of years, they get to resemble each other. You think that could be happening to us? <laughs> could be. Say, I just thought of a very clever plan. Since it's pretty obvious that we both keep changing our minds, why don't you take my blue suit back and get me the gray one, and I'll mail your income tax return. Well, that's the first sensible thing that's been said in this family all day. Say, come to think of it, we are beginning to resemble each other. You're getting more like me, I'm getting more like you. I keep changing my mind lately, just like you, and you just thought up a wonderful idea. <laughs> Flattery will get you nowhere. <laughs> Here, take this suit box and give me your tax return. It's a deal. Oh, but let me give you a tip. If you see Joe Randolph or Emmy Lou, run the other way. Okay, dear. Well, let me give you a tip. If you see Louise Adams, you run the other way. Well, all right, but you're asking a lot more of me than I'm asking of you. In what way? Well, Louise Adams is a very attractive girl. Beautiful eyes, beautiful figure, and... So what? Well, you just don't run away from things like that. <laughs> suit, and there goes Harriet down to the corner to mail Ozzie's tax return. But they'll be back in just a moment with their closing scene. Hey, Mr. Smith, that Nelson family certainly is a bundle of confusion. Yes, but I guess all families are like that at one time or another. Oh, not my family. Not now, anyway. We've just bought a complete service for four of International Sterling in that wonderful spring glory pattern. And my husband and I have never been so solidly in agreement over anything. Hey, great. I'll bet I know what it was that won your heart. Mmm, that pattern. Spring Glory is the loveliest over design I've ever seen. It makes me think of April and brides and everything fresh and beautiful. 
And when we found we could get it at that complete service for four, everything was settled right then and there. A complete service for four for under $100. That's an international sterling wonder, all right. But then, all international sterling prices are wonderful because they haven't gone up. Other leading silver makers have raised their prices, but international sterling brings you the same substantial weight, the same superb quality at 1944 prices. Could anyone ask for anything more? Not me. Especially since I also got a great big beautiful chest with my silver. Big enough to hold 132 pieces. Yes, you've really got something when you own international sterling. The solid silver with beauty that lives forever. Ozzy? Yeah, it's me. Oh, good. Let's see my suit. Uh, Harriet, before you open the box... You're sure you wanted the gray suit? Of course. Let me see it. Uh, don't be so anxious. Uh, stand back a minute. No, I, I don't think gray would look good on you. Uh-oh. Well, okay, dear. Let me see my blue suit. You like the blue suit? Yes, dear. Don't feel bad about it. I've been through it myself. You'll like me in blue. It isn't what you think. I didn't bring the blue suit back. Well, I'll be satisfied with the gray one. It isn't gray and it isn't blue. Well, what is it, for goodness sake? Well, I met my friend Danny O'Hara. And St. Patrick's Day is almost here. Well, I've always wanted a green suit. Uh, you're still off, Harriet. Uh, Danny's an orange man. But, but don't get upset. It isn't orange. It, it's more of a, a reddish color. But, Ozzy, I wanted the gray suit. Well, maybe we can work something out tomorrow. We'll keep them coming and going. And the first time a gray one comes through the front door, we'll nail it shut. <laughs> On the way home from the dress shop, I stopped to glance in the window of the trick store... And while I was looking in, little Will Thornberry came up. <laughs> I really don't have a mind of my own. I don't get it. Uh, you will. Smell this flower on my lapel. <laughs> Tune in next week to another adventure of Ozzy and Harriet, produced and transcribed in Hollywood. And starring Ozzy Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. And remember, the solid silver with beauty that lives forever is international sterling. Yes, Harriet, the solid silver with beauty that lives forever is international sterling. Appearing in support of Ozzy and Harriet were David and Ricky Nelson, Janet Waldo, Lorene Tuttle, Marvin Miller, and yours truly, Vern Smith. Original music was composed and conducted by Billy May. <laughs> It's Morgan in 90 Minutes on NBC. So I 
I kiss and run. But the moment we're apart, oh, you fool, that was love, says my heart. Our story tonight, a boy meets a girl, and they both put on the dog and strive desperately to impress each other, and the following phony conversation is the result. I adore Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata. How about you? Well, my favorite is Chopin's Third Obligato. Oh, yes, and awfully good, too. I'm mad about those famous old sculptors with their masterpieces of clay. Yes, but don't belittle the present, my dear. We have some wonderful chiselers today. I'll say. I love the cinema. How about you? Well, the cinema's very nice for a change, but I do like a good movie, too. And when I feel a bit weary, nothing makes me so cheery as two or three saucers of tea. You like that? Oh, I certainly do. How about you? Later, they get better acquainted, and she finds out that he went to Hoboken High, and he finds out that she went to PS 146, and then they really tell the truth with this result. I go for ham and eggs. How about you? Well, my favorite is much more romantic. I like mulligan stew. I like to jitterbug till my feet are numb. Well, I like Amos and Andy and penny store candy and Abner and Lum. I love the bright lights of a Hollywood premiere. How about you? Yes, the opening of that meat market in Glendale last year. That was the best one I went to. And when I go to a movie show and all the lights are low, I take off my shoes. I know it's not nice. Well, I like it. How about you? Well, guys, that does it for Ozzy and Harriet Nelson in The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. I hope you guys have enjoyed the show so far. I want to thank everyone who has listened and subscribed to my podcast. I really do appreciate it. Please welcome later on tonight, Mr. Kirk Douglas and Miss Murray Wilson and Kathy Lewis in the CBS comedy show, My Friend Irma. And please welcome this Friday to the show Mr. Phil Harris and Miss Alice Fay to the program join me in the coming weeks guys as I welcome such stars as Kathy Lewis Francis Langford and many others back to the show you can follow me on your favorite podcast platforms such as Spotify Google, Apple and wherever else you get your podcast from 
And I am also available on your Google and Alexa devices. Just ask Google or Alexa. You would like to listen to the Mystery and Comedy Old Time Radio podcast. And it should pull my podcast right up. Once again, guys, thank you to everyone who has listened and subscribed to my show. I really do appreciate it. Please stay tuned for those coming episodes. And have a great day, guys. Thanks.